Hello and welcome to the Lost Art Podcast. I'm Garen, I'm here with Paul. How's it going? And this week we're going to be uh, coming back to a podcast that we've done in the past, a little revisiting session, if you will. Yeah. And we're going to do, I just don't get it, too. So uh, there's an awful lot of acts. Yeah, there's an awful lot of acts that me and you, we don't we don't love them. We don't hate them. Um, We don't really have super strong feelings either way about them. And uh, we really and truly, we just don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, Yeah. don't get this band or this artist. Yeah. And I I think the last time I did it, I went at an angle of I desperately listened to a lot of their stuff to try and change my mind. And because it only really happened with one or two acts, I didn't bother doing it this time. And as well as that, a lot of the acts I've picked, I've listened to at least 10 songs. Same. And that's there's no point in me trying really hard. Now, if people want to suggest stuff to us after Uh, this with the Absolutely absolutely far away and uh, that, that'll make it easier for us to yeah. to go on and then uh, and we'll talk about afterwards but inst- honestly apart from one of these artists which i did d- delve into more i've heard true djing and stuff like that loads of their stuff yeah. i think i can make an estimated guess as yeah. to whether yeah. i get it or not so um well we didn't reach too far either did we i mean i'm looking at no, the list no. here I mean, it's not like we pulled mad stuff out of like mad left the field like everything here is like would be in should be in our poor view like we should own all these albums probably realistically and be um, able to give I'm a talk actually do i give own a talk. an album from any of these people i wouldn't though no i don't i wouldn't i do not own i'm looking at this right now like on cd yes you 100 percent own one of these acts and you picked and you actually you own one two three maybe three three of my five I'd okay. say. I, I definitely do want CD and like maybe cassette. Yeah. Uh, on LP. Oh, man. Yeah. Maybe, I'd say you own. I'd say maybe, you, I, we'll, we'll find out anyway. Well, geez, I, what I can <laughs> do, actually, I can open up Discogs and look um, yeah. just to see if I've, if I've sickened myself. Um, <laughs> no, but you'll talk about my ones. Not oh, your, yeah, your, either way. Like, it's different. You're a collector. And think, you know, I, I've got albums from bands that either I went off or. Mm. Or, or put me off them. Yeah, I don't know. I have bought stuff literally because I, I, in my heart, I've said like, you should get that. Like, I, there's no reason for it. But my brain goes like, you like yeah. loads of bands like that, don't you? You like that other band that's like him. <laughs> yeah, and I will yeah. buy it. I will absolutely buy it. Like, like there's loads of stuff like that. Is where I'm going. Why haven't I gotten into that band yeah. yet? And that's 100%. really what the first version of this was. This yeah. is just, second one is, is us putting less effort into trying to like the stuff we already know we don't care. Yeah, look, I, listen, I, 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 I wish I was. Why we don't. Yeah, like, I wish I was. Like, but I, I tried to reason with why I didn't get it in this. And some of them, I, I, I just don't know. Like, yeah, I, can't, I, can't I think I just, I, I finally, I, I, I'm kind of at the point now where I'm hitting, if I'm mad lucky, the halfway point of my life. And yeah. I just can't be arsed. Because, like, realistically, think about the first 10 years of your life is pretty much garbage, right? Like, yeah, you know, the, f- the first three or four is just you shiting on yourself and whatever. And then the rest yeah. of it is, like, whatever you're doing, like, just being a slap, being led around by the hand. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you forget think, about thinking, that. you know, uh, the, yeah, but the time you're starting getting into music, your yeah. music taste is garbage, mate. Dort. Garbage. Yeah. Like especially like, me and you, we were listening to like Jive Bunny and uh, the Rednecks. Yeah. Stupid uh, stuff as we were kids. Like hundred percent. Hundred percent. So it's only when you hit like whatever, let's let's say sixteen, right? 
I'm going to call it. We've probably listened to yeah. good stuff before that, but I didn't actually start creating my own music taste until I was around yeah, 16. Well, yeah, like there's different, between 13 and 15, you're like, I like that cool stuff. But yes. like, yeah, but why do you like it? Exactly. And then is you it because someone, yeah. Is it because your mates are? Because someone tells you. Because of course, at that stage, you're trying to be the cool one. 100%. Like, so <clears> you've got like, say, 15 years of like just being a sap. And then that, that cuts yeah. a good chunk out of like the half that I'm already at. So, like, I, I just don't know if I want to donate another X amount of years to like trying to find new stuff. If someone hands me a band that goes, this is way up your alley, then I'll go, fuck, all yeah. right, yeah. Like me, me, 16 to 25, I was a sponge. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it was insane. I was getting like singles off the, oh, yeah. their websites and the internet just to have the Japanese oh, yeah. B-sides. Oh, yeah, get them like imports. Was crazy. Off. Them uh, was t- Tower Records imports that were like 20 and, quid for a CD and shit. Yeah. And then, I don't know, the actual physical aspect of music dying off, I don't know whether it was me getting older or it died off with me. And then back into it massively, be wet, as soon as physical uh, stuff starts becoming more yeah. prominent. I don't think that's, an, I don't think that's an, uh, a coincidence. I think I've always just been drawn to someone making a whole piece of art that you can hold. As exactly. Stupid as that sounds, it's yeah, no, true. It's, it's true. But now, and looking at this list of uh, acts that we've picked, because we're not really going yeah. with songs, we're going with acts here. We just gave you a couple of example songs. But like, these are all bands that me and you, as we said, should know and love. Like, these are all in our wheelhouse, right? Yeah, that's that's why I picked these ones anyway. I wasn't going to pick something that, like, I wasn't going to pick Michael Bublé, or I wasn't yeah. going to pick Sam Smith or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, he's he wouldn't be in your target demograph. Yeah. Although I'm getting older, he kind of might be. Might be. Uh, but, he's coming but, out of his cave next week. Yeah, <laughs> these are all stuff that like all my mates love. Yes, yes. Fans. Yeah, so, look, I'm going to let some people start. down here. I am definitely oh, going to let some people well. down. Uh, anyway, well, let's well, get let's get straight yeah. into it then. But um, let's let's figure out um where. Where and how it all kind of went wrong for us here and why we don't get it. So who was your first one? Yeah. I don't get Weezer at all. <laughs> I mean, I sort of get it, but I don't mm. think they're way uh, remotely good enough to be where they are or where they were, whatever yeah. like that. So yeah. there's, there's aspects of me to sort of getting Weezer and there's aspects where I just... Like, I'm trying to hear what all my mates are hearing desperately yeah. with Weezer. Now, I do find some of the music in the early stuff mm. is good. But I don't like Definitely. those nerdy lyrics. The lyrics are what lets me down every time with Weezer. The, really and the, truly. The geek, the geek rock thing is really weird, right? Like bands can be geeky mm. without trying to sing pop punk style, really low standard lyrics. And, and I know that like people will say, oh, the Weezer stuff's really clever tongue and cheek stuff. I don't think it's very good. I think I love tongue and cheeky stuff. Like, yeah. t- like the amount of stuff that is, the Smiths do tongue and cheek. Oh, yeah. It's cl- that's high, that's high level tongue in cheek. The Weezer is level. bottom of the barrel for is, your absolute though. backwards cap mutant. And, you know? and the gas so. thing is about actual pop punk lyrics. They're not trying to be tongue in cheek. They're trying to just mm. be playing stupid. Mm. This is sort of wrapped up in a false sense of geekiness that yeah, this, I don't think it plays off very well at all. I don't like it. Yeah, their version of alt rock, like like you said, musically, like this song that you picked, you picked uh, Undone, the sweater song. Like it's a, literally yeah. about a jumper, right? And yeah. Lyrically, I'm sure there's more to it than that. But. Who cares though? Like it's called a sweater song. Let's just let's just call it at its face value. Like I'm sure there's something going on. It's probably about some girl who dumped them and kept his hoodie or something, you know, whatever. But yeah. musically, it's kind of interesting. Now it has the same, pretty much has the not same bad. intro. So saying, yeah, yeah. As I, I think it's El Scorcho. It's very similar to that that intro. But like, yeah, like look, 
this is the thing, right? This this is I have to word this carefully, or, mm. or I'll, I'll be just slaying not only Weezer, their fans, and a lot of people, but I don't want it. Making geekiness cool isn't a thing. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. by its very nature, geekiness is not trying to be cool. It's just going literally. Do not have the energy to put into being cool or yeah. to cool whatever people think cool is. I have the energy to do every single thing I want to do is to play Warhammer, mm. uh, to read these mad magazines, to be into Japanese stuff. Mm. But I don't think that there's a, but by its very nature, it should naturally become cool to the people who like that kind of stuff. Yes. But Weezer is a forced geeky, cool thing. I don't get it. And I don't yeah. think that works at all. Like I think it's the musical equivalent of Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, pretty much is. Even like, there's, there's kind of nerdy, geeky music that embraces its nerdy geekiness. You know, like MC yes. Chris, MC Chris and even MC Lars. And there's a lot of that kind of geeky hip hop stuff. And yeah. like every song, song's about Boba Fett. And that's what it's for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you go to one of those gigs and it's just a lot of absolute outcast mutants. And they're yeah. like, these are my people. You know what I mean? Yeah. These are my people. They show up with their big anime body pillows that they ride and all this yeah. kind of shit. Like, I don't want people to think that I'm expecting geeks to know their place or something like that. That's mm. not what I'm trying to say. I don't think that Weezer have ever really been geeks is what I'm, what I'm actually trying to say. Oh, no, definitely not. The, fav- the famous thing about geeks is, like I said, that they're happy enough being themselves and not trying to be the cool dudes. Mm. When you get Weezer coming along and go, no, you can be cool and geeky. I'm like, that doesn't really work. Like, you're, you're, like they're talking about like, they're sort of taking the piss out of the jock culture. Yes. Well, they're also not steering massively enough away oh, from no, it. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. their own version of jock culture. Like, I don't like their, I don't like their stupid faces, and I don't like their stupid lyrics. Like, like the lyrics to this: "If you want to destroy my sweater, hold this tread as I walk away. Yeah. Watch me unravel. I'll soon be naked, lying on the floor. Like, oh, come undone. Stop. Yeah. No. I guess I, I get their popularity to a sense. But I can't get with them, uh, yeah. despite numerous house parties I've been to where they're oh. played. The stereo where people play all their songs. Yeah. Um, their fans are mad sound. Like all my mates that listen to them. I obviously yeah. only have sound mates. A couple of not sound mates. <laughs> I have a load of not sound mates. But you know what I mean? They're all right. Like, <laughs> they don't listen to Weezer at all. Yeah. What I'm saying is all my Weezer loving mates are some of the soundest people in the world. Their music yeah. does attract sound people. It does attract people who are inherently good Uh maybe a touch nerdy but also don't want the the, the heavy jacket of just being out and out nerd but you can mm. be somewhere in between but the Weezer are not selling to me it reminds me of the Big Bang Theory yes do, do you know what as well unsurprisingly to me anyway they descended into a desperate please like us band very very harshly like yeah. really covering Toto a, a big, yeah that Toto once uh, that Toto cover and uh, thing and then the covers album where it was just garbage like that that reeked of uh, desperation and then that kind of mega, mega tour with who was it was it Green Day or something like that was it even Green oh, Day oh yeah did that go ahead obviously not no it was cancelled no before obviously COVID. that was yeah but the thing the thing, that we, the thing about Weezer to me and this might be just because I'm not a massive fan again I don't hate them I don't like them they're fine they're whatever I just yeah same I don't like or hate them I just yeah. I, I know I feel like I know what they're up to and I don't like that. I just find their music to be like not bottomless, if that makes sense. Like you can definitely reach the back end of Weezer rather quickly. Like you put you put an album on, you go, okay, this is okay, I get what this is about. And then you put another one on, and you go like, all right, Grant. But I never find that I'm never discovering new layers and new topics within no. it. And I've listened In to fact, I I'd have say listened a lot of music. If you keep if you keep at Weezer, I reckon it'll get worse for you. You probably just expend it. 
you know, that's because what I'm saying. Because all these fans ever tell me is how garbage their later catalog is. Like, yes. it's horrific garbage. Yeah, it gets real bad real oh, quick. Lord. Well, you got Blue Album, Green Album, or Pinkerton, or whatever. Like, I, I actually own all them. Like, they're, they're see, behind me as I see. <laughs> like, they're, they're like, sitting behind me on a shelf um, as I speak. And I have been known to bang a bit of Weezer on every now and again. Um, Do you Weezer, love that bit where he goes, wrestled with Jimmy? <laughs> yeah. I, do you know what? Look, follow boy, follow, follow boy did Weezer better. That's my bottom line on it. <laughs> kind of. I could probably survive with, like, the best of Weezer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, uh, as opposed to buying the albums, and if that best of was put together well and actually had the good stuff, as opposed to just the singles, yeah. maybe I could survive with it. Like my my whole thing with Weezer is even going, oh Weezer, or even oh Weezer's early stuff. Me going, really? Yeah. Yeah. So to me, that's the hours. essence. That's the essence of uh, I just don't get it, yeah. and that's my that's my first one. Who is your right. first one? Uh, my first one is Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, I love Queens of the Stone Age, but I don't think they're as good as people uh, let on. Yeah, I just. But I but I think they're a lot better than you think they are. <laughs> so there's somewhere in between. Yeah, I, I, I actually believe, I do honestly believe that they are probably better than I think they are. And I, yeah. I, again, I own loads of the albums. Um, I've listened to loads of the albums. I just have never, it's never clicked with me. Now, I could, I could be tainted because I just don't like your man, Josh Home. Right? I, yeah, well, he's now he's kind of okay to, to, to not like. <sighs> just, just so every time... I saw an interview with him. He's one of these pricks that like would light a cigarette in a plane. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, he's just every interview is just too cool. And like, do you know, do you know who he reminds me of? A mix between Lou Reed and Dennis Leary. Yeah, yeah. And I exactly. don't like either of those people in interviews yeah. or in general. He's just really. one of these motorbike with no helmet pricks. Yeah, like you know, I, I can't. I, I find it very hard to to, to come up with and good to say about him as a person and when I think of Queens of Stone Age I think I don't even think of it as being a band I just think about him because I don't I don't even know who the fuck's in that band anymore because I know there's been a lot of chopping and changing I know they had it's Nick Oliveri for a while yeah they've had people from like Nine Inch Nails I think yeah I think it's, just, like it, I it's him and remember. whoever else he can get a hold of I think but like Oh, damn it. This song I picked, make it with you. I fucking hate that song. I, hate I can that I can song. understand why people hate that song. I actually like it, but I, uh, it wouldn't make my top fifty Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, I, actually, I, I don't think I could make that far. To be honest, yeah, I don't. I couldn't tell you. They always felt like a like a Advanced Dungeons and Dragons version of the Foo Fighters to me, where they were definitely <laughs> like still middle of the road, but they just had a little blippy bloppy kind of weird stuff going on that made yeah. people who discovered them thought that they had literally discovered the Beatles like and yeah their fans can be quite annoying in terms of like they're they're not they're not oh shit this is going to sound really fucking pretentious but they're not seeing Queens of Stone Age exactly how Queens of Stone Age are Queens of Stone Age for me are a great band but they're not that is mad fucking like you said Pink Floyd fucking level yeah. of, of appreciation because they just they, they haven't been they've been quite consistent early on in their career like i think the first three albums are very good yeah like really like I, I think there's actually very little shit on them so that's why at that point i was like man the queens of stone age are amazing but if you would ask me even then at the height of rated r or songs for death mm. who's your favorite bands they wouldn't have made a top 50 like i ran out the day songs for the death was released ran out and mm. bought it because I'd heard whatever the single off, I was like, that's really, really good. And I got yeah. it home, banged it on, and I was like, waiting for the rest of the album to be as good as that single. And I was like, yeah. I was a bit let down. And I just, I don't know. Again, I've tried, I've tried, I don't think, I, I don't think it's ever going to take to me 
Uh, no, especially especially if you if you feel that way with the music and you also don't like the singer, I you're better off just going to, going enjoy yourself with music you like. <laughs> I, can, I, I always imagine, right? I have this thing where I imagine Josh Home being invited onto like the Muppet Show, right? Do you remember the Muppet Show used to have like musical guests, yeah, yeah, and you have like Bruce Springsteen or Tina Turner or whatever, and she'd be sitting yeah. at the fake little table and Kermit the Frog would be interviewing or whoever it was, and then all of a sudden something would happen and like Animal would kick over the drum kit or, or or one of the other Muppets would run in on fire or whatever, and they'd always be like, you know, Bruce Springsteen would be like trying to help or laughing or you know getting involved in the play acting, acting yeah. the maga. He like, oh, oh, oh the I'm on the Muppet Show, let's have a bit of fun, whatever. I always just imagine Josh Holmes just pulling out a Marlboro Red and lighting it, and just sitting there smoking a cigarette while all these Muppets are like trying to entertain the people watching at home to get a rise out of Josh home. But he's desperately trying to be so cool that it won't, that Muppet on fire won't affect him. That's all <laughs> I can think of. Yeah. You know, he, he does try too hard to be cool. Oh, it's I just think a he really desperate cunt for that. And, 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 it, and it actually came to a head when he came out on stage locked and swung his foot at a photographer to get that Johnny Cash shot, but he yeah. kicked her in the fucking mallet. Like. And didn't he lie like, and say he was trying to smash lights or something? Yeah, he kicked, yeah. like, he was trying to do that. I don't know what he was trying to do that thing. He was like, okay, hang on. In the midst of a performance, sometimes, I suppose, especially if you're a rock star, you're probably mm. called off your nut as well. Although that yeah. doesn't really add to an excuse. If you, but let's just say he wasn't, and he was just absolutely high on adrenaline and a lack of sleep. And he wants to do a, a kind of kick to the camera. Yeah. But he kicked the camera, and the camera smashed off yeah. my head. Like, yeah. And that to me was, and do you know what? That didn't really, I say it bothered me. It's hard needs to be bothered about yeah. that. His, his apology was worse for me. It was really insincere. One of those, I think I have to take a step back and uh, oh, okay. really, really, really look at myself and, and take note of who I, you know, because that wasn't me. I'm like, okay, maybe it wasn't you, but that apology was fucking brutal. That's the fucking Daily Mirror apology. Is what that yeah. is. I have to look at myself. Or the Facebook yeah. apology. We know 100 people who like oh, went on the tear for like four or five days. Like didn't tell that <laughs> much. Didn't tell that man nothing. And people were making fucking wanted posters. Like, hasn't been seen in four days. And it was just, they were in the bag in someone's flat somewhere. And then they reappear <laughs> a week later. And then they're like posting up. It's like, you know, uh, I just want to apologize. I'm going to take a step back from social media and really look at, you know. <laughs> take a step back from social yeah, media. Yeah, people, the reasons people, for people do it. This and reevaluate my relationship with, uh, <laughs> with, with, uh, with alcohol. And everyone's like, you were just in the bag having the best crack of your life for a week. And all mm. your loved ones, like, you wouldn't even shoot them a message saying, like, I'm all right, I'll be back tomorrow. So you came back. You see, that's what the, the mel- a meltdown. That, that, that's what the main problem is. It wasn't even what you did. It's what you didn't do, which would have been so simple. Yeah. Go, if you're fucking, if you sent your message from going, I'm, I, I've, I've had a shite week. I'm going on a mad one. Uh, I'm fine. Yeah. I'll be back when I'm back. You can that, give that's you better. Can be, that's out to me then. That's better than nothing. That's better than nothing because so, they're going to think someone pushed into the Liffey. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we that's, know loads. We know literally loads, loads of people. Loads of people that's happened. That, that, uh, there was a time about six years ago where there was one of them a week in in one circle or another where some lad, it was yeah. never a girl. It was never a girl. No. But on my like, end. To, to be fair, more the, the idea of not letting your family know where you are it's not as it's more of a male thing. It it's is more of a male thing because they think that nothing happens to men. Oh, I don't do that, and I don't myself. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? Etc. Yeah. No, I can't. <laughs> anyway, that's the way I think of. Josh Home <laughs> would go on the bag and into the fucking bottle, of Jack Daniels, for a couple of weeks, and not tell anyone, and then come back, apologize for it, say he's going to, you know, look at himself 
in the cold, hard light of day, and uh, then eventually write write a song about it and Mojo Magazine or something. I believe ten out of ten. Do you know? Do you know who wouldn't go on the bag? Who? Great crazy legs Cuomo. Crazy legs, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway. Uh, anyway, that is uh, Queens of the Stone Age. Who was your next one? My next one is one of your favourites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll see you here. Run DMC. I mean, and I'm here to say, yeah. all these songs go this way. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes yeah. later, I'm like, this is torture. <laughs> this is torture. Yeah. Look. All their songs sound the same. <coughs> yep. And if this and if the song is more than two minutes long, to me it feels like fo- anything after two feels like five. Anything after five feels like ten. It just gets exponentially bigger the longer I listen. And I feel actually irritated by it. But they have albums of these songs, right? Mm. Now they're obviously I have to give them massive respect for being massively influential. I'm not saying I have to cover myself because I'm yeah. about to rip more. Don't worry about that. Um the massive pioneers <coughs> of uh, the inspiration they gave to gangster rap because NWA that and like <coughs> even just wherever even if NWA went straight from them which they didn't they went through fucking ice tea mm. and all that yep. first but that all comes back to this kind of style I Absolutely. think and other and other people not just them like well, these are definitely the biggest yeah and it, 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 they were they were genuinely cool. They were yeah. like they 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 had a style, and the style was really fucking mm. iconic. And it is really cool to look at. It's really great aesthetic. And but the the AOA has never been so hurtful to me. It's because very it's basic. So, it's so dry and raw yeah. with no just a touch of reverb on that lads. Yeah. And I'd be, yeah, and uh, fucking hell. Yeah, like Run DMC is definitely a movement away from the idea of the the kind of orange the origins of hip hop where the DJ was more important than the MC, where yeah. the MC would just get up and like you know clap your hands say yeah whatever while well, the DJ is doing mad stuff. Run DMC yeah. was because there was three of them, and they were like okay well we're gonna we're gonna rhyme that's gonna be our bag. There's not really going to be there'll be choruses, but they're not going to be a million miles away from the verses. You know, they're just going to be yeah. a sentence that we loop four times and it's over, done. Uh, there's very much an exercise in kind of lyricism. And it's know, of the, its like, time. It's of like its time. The, like. the, the lyrics to me like didn't, and the, and the music actually, if I'm being honest, I don't think Run DMC's music for me stands the test of time. That no, sounds incredibly fucking, that sounds I'm mean. It doesn't. But, but it, because it was so... It didn't really go anywhere. Now, I like the incorporated rock. I presume that's sort of maybe their and Rick Rubin's sort of influence. Yeah, they didn't, apparently they didn't want to do that at all. Like, yeah, well, it, well, that was the, that's honestly, and I'm not saying this as someone who likes rock, the best bit about it, because if they didn't yeah. have that, look, th- th- this is the way to me, to me, a Run DMC song goes, right? Walking down the street the other day, a man walks up to me. What did he say? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. That young man, where'd you get that chain? I said, if you don't have a chain, you're really lame. Then it has it. Yeah, exactly. Or a bass that goes. Yeah. And like the bass is, I swear to God, if anyone thinks they couldn't take up bass, listen to the MC. I'll never be, I don't think hip hop acts higher bass as much anymore, but you can just play one note for it. So boom. Exactly. It's very sparse. Fuck man. Like I know that I'm not a massive fan of 80s hip-hop but there's something about the, the length and this song is not even that long no. listen to this song i think it's uh i love my adidas is that what it's called it's or? called my adidas yeah my um, adidas yeah yeah it's uh, i think it's, it's only two and a half minutes long or something like that and that feels like five 
Yeah, two two forty seven is what it is. It does got it feels it, it drags. It definitely drags. Yeah, it definitely drags. <laughs> hey, I hey Carl and everyone the MC, but it's only after you played them on the radio show here. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, oh, I have God. to be honest with you. I don't like them. Yeah. I don't like them. And 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 here's the thing, I like everything about Run DMC what they did. Yeah. I swear to God, the coolest looking fucking band. And apart from a few dickheadery moves later on in their career, seem like fucking good dudes as well. Um, especially the, an interesting group yeah yeah I I've mad respect for them but no I can't not for you do Run DMC don't hate them don't like them don't yeah. really get how someone can do a full Run DMC album listen mm-hmm. to it or two yeah I don't think I've anyway. ever listened to a full Run DMC album like, I, could, I couldn't yeah I think I, like, I've, I've definitely listened to loads of Run DMC but I don't think I've ever sat down and said oh, I'm just going to listen to this no I've never done that nope Nope, nope. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's my that's my that's my one there. What's your next one? My next one is Pearl Jam. Oh, treading. We're losing we're losing patrons as we speak. Yeah, uh, just just don't get it. Uh, didn't as a child. Um, I I'm, I think I might be with you on some of this. See, here's the thing, right? When I was a kid in like the early nineties, and grunge was a big thing, like. <sighs> We never, we never called it grunge, right? Um, because we were listening. You're right, we didn't. Um, yeah, it's not that that came later. It was just it felt really uncool to call it grunge. Um, I don't know what we called it, but we 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 listened to like we were listening to like Metallica, and Megadeth, and Slayer, and then we were listening to Nirvana and Soundgarden and whatever you, you name it, whatever. We listened to Pearl Jam as well, but like. For some reason, Pearl Jam always came across as just too soft and too da-ish at the time, right? Even like uh, Jeremy and all, it was too too heartfelt. Like we were used to listening to like me and my gang because there's no one really in my in my in my gang back then that were into Pearl Jam. Like we owned all the albums because you felt like you had to, but no one ever listened to it. Not really. You'd listen to like what's that song? Ever long or ever clear or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, With Foo Fighters? No, what's they have a they have an ever song, don't they? Pearl Jam? Sorry, um, oh, even flow even or flow, yeah, once. that one, yeah. For a minute there, I thought you were you were actually after moving on to Pearl, or Foo no, Fighters and I hadn't no. copped. I was like, hey, what? no, yeah. yeah, even flow, like that would be played in like you know kiddie discos, and then when you got to like seventeen, eighteen, you start going to pubs. That was played in like Fibbers and Brookells, whatever it was play played in barge and went to one you, you kind of got away with it so like those big heavy hitters were like okay right that's that's fine it fits in with the rest of the music i'm listening to but when i sat down with the list of the albums there was all this like bluesy slurred garbage in it and i wanted i wanted that bleeding yeah fucking uh, you wanted porch and fucking but I, not the problem with even the heavy pearl jam songs that they'd always break into some big wanky solo and we were trying to get away from that like yeah, I know what you're saying. Like we they, were, they were more inspired by classical rock. That's how yeah. we feel about the worst uh, Smashing Pumpkins album. They are yeah. they're like both of those bands don't consider themselves to ever ever have been grunge. Yeah. So so I get I get that. Which and is that's strange, why they're like because Pearl Jam are like the most flannel of all the kind of grunge quote unquote kind of bands. You know what I mean? Like they, I think they I, I don't know who is the most grunge. Who's even grunge out of them all? I suppose it has to be Nirvana. Like I just it is. It has it to be. Just has I, to be. I, 
it has to be there because if if grunge is supposed to be incorporating punk, yeah, I don't think there's as much punk in any of the no, other bands as Nirvana. Most certainly, Nirvana, not. So, I mean, yeah. Soundgarden were more again a classic rock. They were closer to bleeding Leonard Skinner than some places. They bleed loads of ble- more blues yeah, than they did exactly. But and, um, but they Alice in Chains are a metal band. Alice Chains are metal bands. Yeah, like an operatic went, metal that, band almost. Like. That that turned into like probably. Probably better than them all, except yes. for maybe on par with Nirvana. Well, musically, probably the best out of all of them. Um, Brilliant! Like yeah. there's no one better than than those. They're lads an alternative rock band. They're they're just all of these are alternative rock bands. Like all that's what are, they all are. Grunge is a really weird thing, and I don't know how. I don't. Jeremy fits into grunge yeah. as a as a mode, as a feeling, as a exactly. If grunge, if grunge was a as they're leaning towards mode, it, yeah. Grunge was a mood, as the kids exactly. say. Exactly. Yeah, perfect. But there was yeah. something about Pearl Jam. Like, we're, we're Cook Cur- was like banging up heroin and smashing guitars on stage and all this type of shit. Like, fucking Eddie Vedder was delivering meals on wheels. You know what I mean? It was just, there was yeah. always something. They were too wholesome, too nice. And the, the guitarist fella that wore all the patchwork gear, I wanted to batter him. I wanted to kick his <laughs> shit out of him. You have to admit, though, like, Eddie Vedder's stage diving is be- the best in the world. I don't know. Have you seen, like, have you seen him climbing? And swinging out of the scaffolding onto the crowd now, May, oh, yeah, madness, man. yeah, I know, but I so know. he's not as he's not as like safe as I think no, I don't, I don't think no, I don't think he's, I think he's just a good person, and that's not what I wanted when I was like fourteen. You know what I mean? True. I like, I'm not saying he was like a little, you know, fucking sap sitting at home, fucking <laughs> iron and teak houses. Do you know what I mean? I just, yeah. there was something about them where it was like, they took themselves more seriously than the rest of them, I think. Um, Eddie, Eddie Vedder and probably all the Pearl Jam are that very sound, but very, very talented mate that you have. Yeah. But they're not, they're doing their own thing and it's, they're more, they're not as into the heavy stuff as you are, but yeah. they're very talented. I always, yeah. again, I always have, well, loads of these bands that I'm like on the fence about, I always have these like, uh, like, imagined scenarios you know what I mean and like I always imagine some mad, mad party and like there's loads of dudes and bands and boards and bands and everybody sitting around talking shit telling mad road stories and Eddie Vedder sitting in the corner t- trying to tell people about the time he went to fucking India on a yoga retreat it's always the type of thing I get off him and I yeah. don't know if I like, I picked Given the Floyd which is actually an alright song uh, I bought that yeah, single that's- yeah, that's a good song. That's like mid nineties, yeah. three albums or so in. Yeah. yeah, that's a good song. Like I bought that single. That was like probably the last Pearl Jam thing I bought um, for myself that I kind of liked. Again, I owned ten and verses and all that. I probably still have them here, but it just never. I never sunk my teeth into them like the rest of them. I um, <laughs> I yeah. have. Well, free. I dropped out. I dropped out after a while. Yeah, I, I just. I I when, one when of the lads, when I got to, when I got to singer songwritery. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It be a precursor to Glenn Hansard. I was. Oh. God almighty. Now, in, in saying all this, one of the lads said something to me about three years ago that has rang true ever since. Uh, rang, rang true ever since. And he said, I know I'm getting old because I don't hate Pearl Jam anymore. And <laughs> when I heard that, I went, Do you know what? You're fucking right. Like, if, so you matured into a mellowed, mellowing of. Yeah, Pearl I don't Jam, hate yeah. it anymore because I had this, like, I had this kind of archetype of, uh, of uh, how I wanted all my music to fit into. And I didn't have to sound the same, but I had to have a similar intention. And I had to, like, Kind of, I had to get the same response out of it in my brain, and I never really got yeah. it out of Pearl Jam. And as I got older, I was like, you know, it's, it's, all right. it's just it's just lads with guitars playing songs, and like, I might not like all of them, but it's all right they to did, not like that's all. That's the thing; they are so varied, much like Smashing Pumpkins. That I think there's eras of Pearl Jam you can really like, and eras yeah. where you can take absolutely take or leave. So yeah, I think 
it's it's mad one. I think they're a band that I I, I know there's certain aspects of Parazam I don't get. Like the, yeah. the the really acoustic stuff is not not really for me. Although I will say they are well written songs. They're just not yeah, but like you want like when a band makes their makes their name and cuts their teeth, especially to you as like a rock and roll band, be that alt rocker, you know, pop punk or grunge, whatever, you know, metal, whatever. Yeah, you, you always want them to have their their anchor laid out in that you know what I mean yeah and so, then you listen to the Pearl Jam and you get two songs in a row where he's like yeah. exactly you know what I mean one of them at the end of the album you might get away with but the rest of it I want I want that exactly Exactly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> exactly. That's what I want. I want that fucking that fucking here and here and here. Sounds. Uh, I, I I didn't get it. For you long. want to row, Pearl Jam? Yeah, yeah exactly. I love when he fucking lets that voice rip, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, when he lets like go once, yeah. once and all, like yeah. Fucking yeah. Give me loads of that. It's all More. bluesy. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Lord, yeah. yeah, exactly. Anyway, that was Pearl Jam. And uh, again, I just don't get it. I don't love them. I don't hate them. And I, uh, I pretty much any one of these bands, I could be tilted in either direction. If people want to uh, give us Spotify yeah. links or YouTube links in, in the thread. Yeah. Do Please that. do, actually, because um, we'll actually do a follow up if we can. Then, Yeah, that. yeah, 100 percent. It makes sense to do a follow up. Anyway, who is your next one? The next one is someone I won't be swayed on. Uh, I'm actually f- probably touching on do not like this band, actually, to be fair. Right. But at the same time, there's because I'll get into the aspects of them I really, really appreciate. And like, mm. But I won't be changing. And I know enough of their stuff from being a metal DJ for fucking 17 years. And it's Judas Priest. I don't like them. I don't like Judas Priest at all. Mm. Here's the weird thing, though. There's a few, there's a few, there's a few ifs and buts yeah. in here. Right. I think that they have one world-class song like one so song I. and I, I doubt we have the me, same song but I think we have I think and it makes me song. lose my mind I think it's absolute perfection mm. and it's weird and it's turbo lover okay like I absolutely lose my mind to that song every bit of it is perfect mm. it's fucking heavy rock it's not even really metal Judas Priest you know what man metalers will bend and break a lot to different things that like Motorhead and yeah especially Judas Priest are doing when it comes to turning into honky-tonk shit. Yeah. Not even metal anymore. But they wouldn't go and listen to that kind of music if it wasn't someone else doing So they've also got two really fucking good metal songs. And that's Breaking the Law and Painkiller. Yeah. They're two really, really fucking good songs. But working as a DJ, someone asked me before for this song, and this is the moment I knew I really did not like this band. And it's a song called United. Okay. It's so shit. So fucking shit. And I remember looking at the guy who asked for it and went, thanks, that's shit. And then yeah. I saw loads of people going mad for it. I'm like, ugh, yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Right, here comes the big massive respect, Rob Halford, being in the heavy fucking, making half the heavy metal community go, it's okay to be gay. Mm. Or it's okay to, to hang around with gay people. Because, because notoriously, metalers are a fucking homo-skeptic and homo-fearful bunch of people. <laughs> Probably, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so much anymore, but the older, they really are, man. Mm. I think anyway. Like, I, I remember, like early days, all right. There was no room for uh, for anything in in the, no in the metal community. Like gays are moths. Yeah, and this is this would be pre Viking asshole as well. 
um, would have been when oh, was definitely. start yeah, yeah. dipping into yeah. it. And um, the Vikings probably made things worse, to be honest with you. The, yeah, they did make it worse. But the great yeah. thing is, people saw steer clear. The Vikings left them to themselves. Like, you don't really want to hang around with them. Where are they? Yeah. Trying to, not, the, not the actual Vikings, actual people that are into actual Viking stuff are actually not like that at all. No, it's the Viking metalers, like. It's the, Viking the, me- the fake Viking metalers. Yeah, the Aldens, the Aldens hammer fucking anti mass brigade cunts. Like, like, I don't know how the fuck any of them are, but to be honest with you, I know people that actually go to like the reenactments and are absolute gents. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gen- yeah. Actual. Now, they listen to Amon Amart with a touch of mad skepticism. Of course. I found, I've, I've talked to a few of them. I was like, see, you're mad into Amon Amart. He's like, why'd you say that? Because you're into like, I was like, yeah, but like. That amount of mark is sort of a pre-packaged version of all yeah. that shit. Yeah, definitely. and also it also sort of pumps out the idea of the whole battle armor, rah, mm. but it's not all like that. Like no. there's more of a culture thing going on that is completely ignored. Well, not necessarily by them, but so anyway, like back to Judas Priest. Mm. Rob Halford comes out. I'm gay, and if you don't like that, I'll bat you. Yeah, that is fucking. He's brilliant. I don't hard really like, as well. Then he worked in a sex oh. shop in like the early seventies. Like that must have been mental grim. Well, that's probably where he got his mad outfits. I think so. Because they are very, very exposed around the. Oh yeah. Back at the back, didn't he wear assless chaps? No, oh, yeah. hang on. No, we had no, he, he, start, he chaps, was wearing just them. chaps. He, he had the um at the start when they started off he, when he had like the blonde hair and all. He had like all the leather straps and like the cod piece with the studs and all this kind of shit. And then eventually he just kind of. He broke it down to the the kind of boiger cap and the leathers with the chaps. I don't know whether he ever had assless chaps. That'd be taking the piss. Now. No, I'm making the mistake of he he used to wear this tight uh, kind of cut off jacket with mm. just like little wrestling black wrestling pants. Mm, mm. So That's it's not really quite yet. the same as assless. So I've just I've just I've just kind of tied in the whole <laughs> thing that he would not want me to tie him in with. Mm. But look, if they've done nothing else from it, I've saw them live and I thought it was garbage. Like hot, I saw them live like, and it was shite as well. Yeah, I saw probably the same gig. I saw yeah, that was Megadeth it? one. Yeah, where yeah, Megadeth sounded so sounded like it was played through a, a, a can of coke, a coke so can, like a, I, an empty tin can. Stuck around for about twenty minutes um, of the the main uh, the the headliner, and I just yeah. left. I, I couldn't deal with it anymore. It wasn't good no. for me. Judas Priest have one good song. Well, not one good song. The best song for me is a song called I think it's uh, Solar Angels. It's called and it's fucking fantastic. Jesus Christ, it's so good. Well, I'll give that. I'll give that a go in lieu of someone like maybe not putting one forward. Mm. We'll start the playlist. We're trying to change our minds. Yeah, our forces in either direction about this. But I have to say, like. It is. You have to admit how impressive it is for him to come out at the time he did. Oh yeah. Go. Yeah. What do you? What about it? Fucking hard bastard, man. He is hard fuck. Yeah, yeah. He is. He he has that. He carries that. He can carry that amount. Like not everyone can do that. It's not really fair to other people can't do that. But he did it, and that's why people kind of doing it with that crowd of just songs about riding and motorbikes. Yeah, that's what we like. Pretty much. Nothing else. Pretty much. And the idea of like. <laughs> it's just mad. I think it's mad. I don't want to dwell too much on that because there's more mm. to Judas Priest than that. But it's the only, one of the only things I really give a shit about. I don't really like their music. Like I said, I love Turbo Lover, but this song right here showcases the absolute mediocrity that I think this band are sort of built around. Yeah, and that's uh, that's Judas Priest. I'm probably not going to change my mind on that lad. So. Don't bother. Who's your yeah, next so, one? So Solar Angels is on a uh, point of entry from 1981. I'll send you the link and 
Again, I'm not a fan either. I, I think that's their one bit yeah. of a killer one for me. Next for me is one that is going to hurt an awful lot of people, and it's Bjork. Oh, well, I have, I have, a, I think we'll agree somewhat before you get into it. I think, yeah. I think we'll agree somewhat. Yeah. I, um, I think, I think it'll be much like Pearl Jam. There's phases. <coughs> uh, you're, maybe. You're, not, nothing does it for you with Bjork at all. Uh, no, there's a lot. There's, there's there's a bunch of Bjork stuff that I really like, uh, and uh, I just don't find I I don't find the rest of it good. Like Army of Me and Human Behavior, that kind of stuff is great. They're great. Yeah. Um, also, Quiet's garbage. Um, yeah, I don't. I would never listen to that song. It's ever. just not good. It's. Just I mean, the video good. is brilliant. Yeah, it's amazing, but fuck off with that song. If uh, I heard that, I'd like. I, I often quote it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here's the thing about Bjork for me is that every single song sounds like it's 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 the soundtrack to a threesome. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just riding music, right? And it's not particularly good riding music because there's nothing. Yeah, really, it is riding music actually. Yeah, it is. There's nothing really going. On. Uh, no, that's a lie. There's loads going on, but it's not particularly interesting. She she the, the song I picked. She, I picked that Venus as a boy, and it's just this fucking loop of. Blips and blops. I actually, I actually do like that. Song. It's just, <laughs> but for me, it's just blips and blops on a loop, yeah. and she moaning, she's moaning. When she played over here, I didn't get tickets because I don't think I'm enough of a Bjork fan to go to an no. actual gig. I don't and know it's fast because she is she is an icon, and seeing her would be incredible. But if I'm being perfectly honest with you, I know that given me fucking advancing years, standing up for. A gig of ah, no, that music would physically hurt me. Yeah, do you know what I mean? If I was moving around a bit, I maybe. remember, I remember yeah. the gig where my body defeated me. Which I went, was... I went to see, I went to see, uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, I went to see Tenacious D. Oh, god, I, I know, I got a free ticket. Sorry, I went to see Tenacious D and they played in the Ambassador, the old cinema, and the floor was at a tilt, right? Oh, yeah. They hadn't leveled out the floor. Because it was an old cinema, so oh, were, the ambassador, yeah, I, that was a painful place to go. Oh, it was awful. I went to see DJ Shadow there, and it was one of the worst gigs I ever saw in my entire life. The sound was also shy. I don't even remember the sound. Do no, it, the ambassador was terrible. Yeah. Uh, but I went to see Tenacious D, and I remember about forty minutes into the gig, I, I, my body just went. You can't deal with this anymore. My back and my arse and my legs and my neck were fucking killing me because a, I was standing at an incline. And B, it was packed, you couldn't move, you know? So you're just kind of stuck there looking at these two fucking agents. These two fucking agents. We also, by the way, we haven't gone a week without talking about Jack Black now in about a month for some reason. Yeah, he's keeps cropping back up. He keeps popping back up, bastard. I'm but, Jack uh, Black! Cunt <laughs> <laughs> hasn't aged either. He looks the exact same now as he did when he was 20. I now. haven't aged! Yeah, Sorry. fuck him. Fuck him. He's all right. I don't mind him that much, to be honest with you. He's in Tropic Thunder, which is one of my favourite films of all time. So I have to... I, I let my way with an awful lot of stuff. But Bjork, I just... I can't put my finger on exactly why I don't like her. And I think it's because I couldn't... If you played a song for me that I didn't know, I wouldn't be able to put it beside any of the songs that I like by her. Right? So, because, like, I've done I've done a bit of the Pepsi Challenge joke. And Bjork would be, out of everyone I've listed on, listed on this playlist, I'd say I've listened to the least amount of Bjork. Right? I'm mm. not going to lie. I'd say I know every album intimately. I've given all of them the fucking scan through all, at least once. Right, whenever a new Bjork album comes out, whatever, bang it on, walk into work or whatever. Yeah, nothing ever grabs me when I do that. I don't think you're supposed to look for 
songs. You know, we and you do this thing, I think, where we look for the big songs and we build our love yes. for the album around 100%. it by letting the other ones catch up yeah. later. Yeah. But with Bjork, I sometimes listen to a full new album and go, I didn't get anything from that yeah. at all. Yeah, like, that, that's just but, always happened to me. But that that's not saying there's nothing there. I'm just saying it might be more hard work than I was expecting. Yeah. But honestly, a lot of it is just like, I yeah. this is my little song. I'm yeah. like, okay, what, where's this going to now? the bubble. We are all. And you know what it is? Yeah, she's releasing mad songs where it's like, the whole album is soundly my voice. No instruments. I'm like, no, thanks. I'm no, all thanks. good. No, nope. I, wasn't, I wasn't into that one. Patton done it. I'm not going to be into it with you, though. So, Patton's one's great, though. That's not for me. Fantomas. Yeah. With all the me. surgical instruments. That's I, fucking could, I could have picked him. That has a purpose of being, that purpose, fuck off. No, you can't pick any, <laughs> any Mike Patton stuff. You can't put Mike Patton as a whole. You pick Mike Patton as a whole on this, then you, no, stop. <laughs> Um, no, no, I, I like Fight No More and I like Tomahawk. We've had this conversation before. I just don't like that Phantom Ass stuff and uh, I don't like Mr. Bungle. Uh, even Mr. Bungle coming back as a fucking hardcore uh, punk Ash band. Metal. Yeah, it just... Well, that's the old, that's an old uh, remake of yeah, an album. Yeah, I know. That, I, I, you, do you know what? That's a fucking savage crash metal rap, yeah. mad hybrid album. You'd love that. Ken would love that. I probably would, but <laughs> I just, I don't think I, I'm going to. Even if I know... That I would. I just say I, I don't. Just wow. Well, just, the hell is this podcast going? Just, what a, a, what a, just what to someone, spoil everyone and myself. I just won't what about let myself if someone do comes back to you with, um, like a, a Queens of the Stone Age song that you, or an album? You go, oh, fair play. You know, and I'll you say just that's said, a great you just song. Admit, you just admit. You just said that you won't. Admit. No, because I, 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 I despise Mike Patton fanboyism. Right, fair enough. Um, more than anything else. Because um, mm-hmm. I pre- I think he's an amazing singer, and I like a bunch of his bands, and I like a lot of the stuff he's doing. Yeah. But uh, I, there's, there's something I don't know. If 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 yeah. he if he killed a lot of children tomorrow, people would be like, "Man, them fucking kids needed to die." Like that's and the sound the sound that made exactly. was actually a great. A he great killed album. them so artistically. Like I can't his you know his range. You know he's got like a thirteen octave range. Did you know that? Yeah, but he killed a lot of fucking babies. Yeah, but like, did you see how he done it? The knife he had was unreal. And that I just have a thing about Mike Patton, and it's been that, and it's not because of any current gang or fucking. The reason like that. he the reason he's that revered is because he is so talented. Uh, yeah, probably. But you hate that reverence. Uh, yeah, I don't like that with anyone, really. Well, do you know what? I'll, just to bring it back to Bjork, I love the trip-hop era going into the electronic grunge era. Yeah. And after that, I I took too much of a break that I didn't see the evolution into the pagan mm. poetry era. Yeah, no, no. And then and the hyper ballad, I, didn't, I wasn't really in tune enough. And the same thing happened to me with Tori Amos. I didn't keep up. You have, to keep, you have to keep up with these artists to see yeah. Where I did it with, you see, I kept up at Radiohead. That's why, yeah, it did. There was no harsh fucking wall to hit with Radiohead. Where I went, where is this coming from? Yeah, no, yeah. no, they were doing that a little bit of that in the last yeah, time. Yeah. So yeah, I I dropped Dale Bjork, and I don't think I don't know if there's a way really back in for me. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Again, don't hate her. Uh, if if someone put her on uh, a tree somewhere I was at, I'd be perfectly happy. Um, I might even be into it. But you'd never be able to keep up with the rhythm or anything like that because it keeps changing yeah. all the time. So, uh, no, <laughs> I, I, no, it wouldn't happen. Anyway, that was Bjork. Who was your next one? My next one is someone who's loved almost in the same way, but much more modern kind of um, sort of artist. Yeah, mm. Lana Del Rey. 
She has an absolutely beautiful voice. She's obviously gorgeous. Aesthetically, is the whole thing is great. The whole look. Uh, she's not afraid to be like while she's massively popular. Throw a few fucks and shits into the mix. I like mm. that. I like that a lot. Yeah. And if I'm being honest, she does things her own way. That's great. I've heard maybe seven or eight songs, but I just keep hearing this sheer misery. And it uh, sounds yeah. like yeah. some sort of depressed in the fifties vibe. And I don't, I can't, I, that's not for me. Mm. Do you know what? I don't know why I love Chelsea Wolf and Madonna, but don't love like the mixture of the both, which is, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. don't know why it's not landing. She always looks like she's trying to appear like she's on Xanax with the quaint house and the picket fence on fire in the background, mm. but she's drinking fucking, I don't know, blood from a cup with a Doberman on it. And it's like, oh, it's it's juxtaposing all this, you know. Mm. It's like, a, I don't know, maybe she didn't even have a 50s housewife. Well, I don't know why that's coming into my head. Does she have that thing? And she's singing all, singing all dreamy songs. Yeah. Why there's, well, there's absolute chaos happening in the background. And I don't know, it feels like this is for people who've graduated from Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, so, I, but I, I will I say feel this, that right? connection already. Yeah. yeah. So what I will say though, this is the one where like, I, listen, I listen to a few songs by all these bands just to, to get something. Judas Priest was fucking the hardest, absolute garbage. Mm. But after knuckling down with some of Landell Ray songs, I've realised it is complete misery, but it's also kind of pleasant. Mm. More pleasant than I thought it was. Maybe in like a it's country the, music kind of way where I'm meant to be miserable listening to it. Yeah, like the gas thing is, I grew up listening to like the Smiths and my yeah. mom would be like, God, that's miserable music. I'm like, no, it's actually not. Because it's actually, the Smiths isn't really. Now, some of the cure can be, yeah. but I think it's necessary misery. Mm. And it's more sadness than misery. I think there's a big difference between misery and sadness. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think there was any way music could, I always fought with people about this. They're like, that music makes me depressed. I'm like, that's bullshit. Music can't make you depressed. Sad music can't make you feel sad. Yeah, yeah, true. Really, that, it can't bring you down to that level. It can only help people who are already sad to feel. Yeah, like, yeah. It helps people else who else. are in that mindset yeah. get there. But if you're not, Getting but there, then I heard, but then it. I heard, then I heard Lana Del Rey. And I was like, I was in a good mood, and I heard, and I was like, oh, that's miserable. Yeah, yeah, that's a miserable voice and a miserable face. I don't know loads yeah. of her stuff. I always get her and Regina Spector mixed up. Yeah, no, they're to- totally different love together. Yeah, um, but uh, do you know what? I, I'm desperately trying to find stuff. Everyone I know loves Lana Del Rey. Mm. Every girl I know is in particular because. That's how it fucking works. I don't know. I'm not trying to explain that. Loads of my mate, guy mates love her as well. Loads of them just go, who? Yeah. Do you know? The what? So, who? Lana. No. I like uh, Tori Amos. I like her. Yeah. How was she up to know this? Yeah, exactly. That's a <laughs> like, ma, a singing ma. Yeah. But yeah. after knuckling down, I got it a bit more. So I have yeah. changed my tune about Lana Del Rey a little bit. Also, the remix of Summertime Sadness is a banger. I used to have to play that when I did the clubs all the time. Mm. It is really, really good. So I moved past... Mm. I'll almost move to pleasant misery to, I don't know, slightly better pleasant. That's the best, that's the best yeah, I can do for yeah, yeah. folks. Yeah. That's the best I can do. She's definitely fucking brilliant. That's <laughs> something. And I haven't really figured out if that something is for me yet. Mm. So that's really the bottom line that I can give Lana Del Rey. She's brilliant at something. It looks, the package looks incredible. Yeah, but it you looks don't know challenging. for you. looks challenging to the pop market. Yeah more so than Grimes or anything would be. Yeah. Actually, she's really challenging where even album titles and stuff. Yeah. But I don't know if it's for me. I'll, try, I'll keep trying. Guys, that's all I can say. I'll keep trying with Landell, right? Who's your next one? My next one is Corn. Well, how do you not give a Corn? <sighs> Just like, 
Rung dung digga dung dung digga. Watch it get about corn. Yeah, now I picked God the Life, which is probably my favorite corn song. That's a great song. Yeah, the only thing that bothers me is the hi hats, and I fucking hate hi hats in general. And uh, the hi hats are the loudest thing in the song because it's what kind of drives the song along. And I, yeah. I, I, I fucking hate it. But corn, even when like when corn came out, and then you had whatever uh, Limp Biscuit and all the rest of the, the, the fucking garbage that was actually kind of good for a while was pouring out corn never they never clicked with me and uh, it was almost like they were trying too hard right for for the genre that tried incredibly hard new metal like corn always seemed to be uh, almost they weren't as dramatic with it as someone like marilyn manson who like fully embraced it and like said this is my gimmick Corn yeah. always it, it was like some sort of like borstal home given instruments. Do you know what I think they sound like? What I think they sound like that's a good that's a good actually that you just said there. But you know what they remind me of? They remind me that they could easily be a groovy industrial Alanis Marsa. Probably, yeah. You can I mean, imagine like I want you to know <laughs> it's fucking that's the corn sound like yeah. Yeah, an industrial Alanis Morissette. <laughs> and they're not, even, they're not even that industrial really at all. They're more fucking groove metal. But, yeah, but yeah. It, later on, they had so many electronic elements that almost oh, yeah, had a feel by to then. It. I was out by like maybe the third or fourth album. And, uh, but even then, I had a similar a similar thing to them as I had to like Pearl Jam. This is whatever, like say the second massive wave of music in my life. The first one is that kind of grunge era. The second one is the, the kind of late 90s, early 2000s new metal and that type of yeah. malarkey that that was most certainly uh, an eye-opening experience for me and i can't I, stop thinking about fucking another version of my mr duplicity can't get that <laughs> let us put the car do my god it's gonna haunt me all night they just came across <laughs> as, like i said like a, like a barcel home instruments like uh, played by a lot of lads who were like are telling people that they're self-harming but they're not he had an awful bleeding life. I know he had an awful life, but like they fucking they they wrung that rag dry, like you know what I mean. Wrung that rag dry. <laughs> yeah, and like, and then there's all the stories about you know fucking whoever it was Rick Ross or whatever the fuck it was screaming at him in the studio about getting fingered by his dad or whatever, and he's crying. He's like, "Sing now, you fucking prick!" And you had to. Oh, sing Ross Robinson, yeah, yeah, Ross, Ross Robinson, Robinson. giving him the fucking giving him the fucking what do you call it. I don't know. I wouldn't say Tim Burton, that that director. There's loads of directors that do that to people, but uh, he did it musically. Yeah, get that juice out of him. Yeah, like and like and and people are like, I can really hear it. No, I can't. You can just hear the cunt moaning and screaming, like like every David other O. Russell. That's who I was thinking. He's the David O. Russell of fucking producers. <laughs> get, get them feeling sad about themselves and sh- thinking they're shy. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I can't because they all look like they lived in bins. Um, or they look like they just walked off the set of that fucking battle battlefield earth movie. It was a weird. It was. A, they all looked like they were from. Was it Claw? Did Clawfinger do that force? Or was it Corn? That I think Corn had that force. Corn had dreadlocks, that force. the beards, and the Adidas tracksuits. It's a yeah, mad. That was, mad that was definitely Corn. Yeah, almost. Certainly. It's 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 an impressive fucking. It's what it a combo. It's a it's a real Bakersfield thing from LA. It really is. It's well, really, you have to think that maybe Adidas would have been not the biggest brand in the world. Nike would have been the biggest brand in the world by then. So like Adidas would have been able to get picked up cheap. So they're probably buying stuff in like in, in thrift stores for next to nothing and kind of made a uniform out of it. Um, yeah. Which is the same as like, as Run DMC did. Like Adidas would have been a massive 
um, a massive brand. But like by the nineties, uh, yeah. Nike took over completely. Still to this day, like Nike's the most, <clears throat> the most, uh, the, the biggest kind of sportswear brand in the world. Like, and apart from the footwear, they're not the best. They're, 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 Nike, Nike for footwear, Adidas for everything else. Yeah, pretty much, pretty what much. Now I'm more of an Adidas footwear fan than Nike footwear fan, but uh, not by any great sweeps. I'm more of a Puma yeah. guy these days, actually. But um, yeah, wow. I love a lot of the Puma. And Puma is, I think, is owned by Adidas anyway. But I think well, Nike, they were brothers or something. They were brothers. They were brothers, but I think they ended up getting bought um, together oh, yeah. in the first place. I think Nike might even own Adidas now. Who knows? I, I think they might. But anyway, yeah. went, to the, went off in a fucking mad one there. Because I love that you gave what the name was a name and I make it enough Three, by your open wide. Three, and you're not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just, I'm going to uh, absolutely record a you ought to know in corn style. You should. Can. So I never, I never got corn. They felt, uh, the people I knew back in the day when corn were big, that were mad into corn, were all fucking mutants. And, uh, Musically, there was loads of it that I was mad into. I remember when Napster was a thing, I downloaded this song and listened to it fucking over and over and over yeah. again. And I, there was a, maybe an album's worth of songs that I was like, holy shit, like these are really, really good. But once again, did you ever, see, did you ever, did you ever see a couple that uh, one of them grew up, one of them, like one of the couple grew up way faster and matured and just left the other one completely behind? <laughs> yes. That's Corn and Deftones. Yeah, yeah, very much so. as Dep- a couple. Yeah. Like Deftones were like, ooh. Yeah. Like people are lumping us in together. Oh yeah, I'm out of here. I'm gonna be like up there hanging out with the cure now, soon, and you're like trying dubstep and yeah. being a DJ and all. And it's yeah, gonna two be two years, shy. two years too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, again, uh, and two years too late power. for dubstep. Two years too late for dubstep feels like ten years too late for dubstep. One hundred percent. Like, like now, okay. Corn had their windows. Well, Corn are like shit hot band, very important band for like you know three to five years, but they kept up that shtick for a while afterwards yeah. and then whatever like members start becoming fucking christians and starting if it was a feel these dreams yeah. and all, oh my god oh my god, god. Yeah. remember that? like there was so many little it was just i remember brutal. him on cribs he's like hey i'm doing feel these dreams and everyone was like what he goes what? yeah i'm feel these so because i'm gonna do feel these dreams he kept saying feel these dreams he kept saying it like that as well yeah. and he came in they showed like he had a barber shop in his gaff that's right remember yeah. that and he had long and, hair yeah on the back of the <laughs> On the back of the chairs, the said, fuck out me. and here I have stitched in Feel These Dreams. I'm like, this Feel These Dreams thing's not going to take off. Yeah. You keep putting it down exactly. This far. There's no, there's no magic to it at all, mate. You just can't no, keep saying it. Not. Can't just keep saying <laughs> it. Like, but that's the problem when you're that big. You think yeah. that your side projects exactly. are the best. I can't sell millions. Yeah, fuck that. Shit. Yeah, but corn yeah. again, a couple of good songs, but I never, I never sunk my teeth into it. If I saw someone with a corn tattoo, I would follow them around slagging them. That's how oh I feel. God, you'd have to though, wouldn't you? Yeah. For, their, for their sake though, for their sake. That little pin cushion thing or, or even the words <laughs> corn. Like I would, I lo- honest I, to God. I, I really like corn. I've seen corn like five times live. I love them. I would run Just, after but, that but, person slagging them. But I will say this, they're foolish fun the same way Olympus are. They're not, much more, they're not much more serious than people. I know Olympus got like, garbage as well, like, but they're amazing. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Well, I feel like, that. I feel the same way about corn. Do I see? I don't. I yeah. think I when I hear like the guitar tones and stuff and Olympus getting the way some of those songs are put together, um, I go like, oh my god, like that's incredible. Ah, and the I, stuff I feel in Corn have the similar oh, I, kind I of thing. The backing just, vocals, his backing vocals are incredible. There's some great backing vocals actually, even on this song. Just like loads of that. Yeah. Wow, oh, he's, wow. He's really, <laughs> really good at nailing mad stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I just, I never got it. I don't hate it. And once again, as I said, with every single other fucking act on this list, and I'll say it on my last one next as well, if someone puts it on, I'm not going to complain. 
But am I going to put it on? No. Okay. Fair That's enough. the way I look at it. Like, if you were like, if me and you were hanging out in the piss and you were like, fucking, listen, can we throw this corn album on? I really like it. I'd be like, fuck yeah, man, play one. Yeah. It's you know the, I, mean? I know what you're saying. It's definitely not going to aggravate you. No, not yeah, necessarily. Like, if, if I was hanging out with someone wanted to put on the new corn album, I'd say, would I'd prefer if you didn't. Yeah. Can you put on the. Because I love. Can you put on the first four, maybe? Yeah. Stairabouts, yeah, yeah. Why? Wow, Can get a bit of that? Go on. Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, that's the exactly. other one. That's the other one, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that is Corn. <laughs> Who was your last one? My last one's Dream Theater. I don't care about not being able to get Dream Theater. I don't think they want me to get them. I don't. You know Dream Theater, right? Yeah, but I don't know anything about them. I know that they're like the proggy. Proggy. They have, look, they've got some of the best musicians in the world in their band. They have the best instruments of all the best gear. Their singer has a great fucking range. Sometimes a bit high for me, but it's a great range still, nonetheless. Mm. Uh, they have an ability to play any style, uh, any kind of signature, time signature at all. They're gone since 1985. They've 14 albums. So what are they missing there? A fucking song. A song, yeah. A f- write, write a fucking song, will you? Yeah. Like a song that I can go, that's a deadly song. Yeah. No. They have to do this bullshit all the time. They're progressive metal, which means they sometimes forget about writing a song. Mm. So I've tried to do Dream Theater, and all I get at best are incredible but short sections of songs that if yeah. they expanded upon those sections and not wanked into them, all of them standing over wanking into that bit, I'd probably like it. Because there's certain bits where you're like, oh, that riff is fucking deadly. And they move away from it and never come back to it. You're like, what are you doing? You just hit, you just hit a little bit of gold there. They they constantly keep changing. It's almost like fucking listening to a band who all have ADHD, and I have a bit, I have a bit of ADHD. I think yeah, we yeah. all do, but I, I definitely do. And it annoys me how much they move off. They're they're like fucking prog prog dubstep. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like stick on that bit for more than just two seconds. But even dubstep did sort of come back to riffs, and they built on them. This is just moving away, and I'm sure they've got. Like you listen to them, and they're a band's band, but they're a mu- they're a muso metalers band, and there's nothing worse, man. There's nothing worse nothing than worse. that. No, and I feel like they're trying to be technically better than everyone else. So if they, even if they did happen to write like Iris by Goo Goo Dolls, for instance, something like that, <laughs> they'd make a bollocks they, of it. They they'd make an absolute hang. <laughs> they wouldn't be able to go. Jesus lads, did we just strike absolute gold? Yeah, this, no, they'd scrap they go, it. They scrap, scrap it. It. but yeah. even even if they like I don't, what I don't get is right. I like yes, mm. I like strapping young lad. I like a bit of old pets when they're not wanking themselves mm. to death as well. Um, and the same, like, I like sure getting bits of rush and all. I like just bits of like, like, like. bits of it and bits of it. Yeah, like where 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 I can pick out songs. Yeah, yeah. I pick out songs. From yeah, it's progressive because they smash twenty songs into one. That's cool. But like, I think they're at a point where they're like, they're just trying to impress other bands yeah. and be better, like, skill-wise. I don't know, because I just don't get it. Here's mm. the fucking matter, right? They've sold over 12 million records worldwide. Just to put that in context, Anthrax have sold 2.5. Mental. Mental. So, and you think you'd, trip, you'd be tripping over Anthrax fans before you meet one Dream Theater fan. But here's the thing, would you? I don't know. They're, it's like they all they all play Dungeons and Dragons or something. I don't know who they are. These people. It's not they music to, for threesomes, anyway. They nefty not music for threesomes. <laughs> Definitely yeah, yeah. not. That'd be a greasy threesome. That wouldn't it? A greasy yeah. threesome. Whereas yeah. Bjork's one would have all digital lights around the bed. Of course, now. It would yeah. 
And if you so, like <clears throat> this box, yeah. <laughs> Do you like my box? It is a tiny small box. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't even talk about that. That's one accent I can't do. I can't do the Icelandic. You've never listened to her being interviewed. She does sound like she's from London a little bit, but yeah, something she, else. Where's she living? She's probably living in England for years, is she? Yeah, uh, I think she might have been, yeah. yeah. Although I don't think the English lifestyle suit her. She doesn't like the whole media thing, but I don't yeah. think there's people knocking at her door anymore like they used to be. No, no um, past that. I don't know what else to say about Dream Theater. Lads, if someone wants to give me some, I will say this, right? I'm going to check on their thing. They have. They have a song where more than five seconds of it is really good. Okay. And that's that's That'd the fourth song. Like. That's the fourth song that they have on Spotify. <laughs> and I can't really remember. I'm going to check it now. Mm. No, I'm not messing it up. It's fucking. It's something going to pull me under, right? That's mm. their biggest song. That has 32 million fucking listens on the thing. Wow. Um, pull Me Under is not a bad song because they keep kind of going back to, and I'm sure that's their. That's their like fucking twist and shout or something, mm. you know what I mean? That's their absolute American idiot. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. that, so my Dream Theater fan goes, Oh, well, obviously, like put me under it's their pop song. I'm like, but that's even not good enough for me to be a yeah. pop song. Yeah. So give me their give me all their pop songs. Because Jesus, here's the thing, right? Even if they could just they're they're probably geniuses. They can figure out the algorithm to write the best album ever written tomorrow. They probably wouldn't be arsed. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's when not- I say the best the best album ever, I mean something that tied the entire world together, like fucking Wild Stallions, right? Yeah. They could write the Wild Stallions album tomorrow and go, nah, it's boring. I'm like, it's fucking not. Yeah. Every few minutes they go, hang on. So the singer stopped singing for like a few seconds and you thought, there's a prime opportunity to go, and the drums go, and the keyboard's going, garbage hot, <laughs> hot shite the fucking dream theater 12 million 12 million fucking records and they've released 14 albums so that's nearly a million per album yeah no so they must be doing something right not for you uh, not for me man who's your last one my last one is out of all them i'd say is the one i'm gonna probably catch the most flack over really? and yeah i think so I, I i think it's the one that people are you got people my age are gonna give out to me about uh, queens of stone age and stuff like that um, Mots will give out to me about Bjork uh, and I'll be saying about Corn or anything like that really no because they don't want st- to no one wants to be bothered defending exactly Korn. yeah <laughs> uh, this is the one where people mm, people my age and older will, will call me out now. and this is the one probably going to get the most amount of uh, listen to this uh, listen to this song oh listen to this one yeah yeah um, and it's uh, it's Nick Cave hi right, girl Nick Cave it's Nick Cave oh, how do you not get Nick Cave I just uh, don't how do you get uh, Nick Cave like it... I'll tell you how he's got loads of deadly songs uh, he does he does but he ha- and he's even got loads has, of deadly albums uh, 20,000 songs that are just nothing like do you reckon I can't listen to this song Oh Children I'm not even a, I'm, that's a great song it's not it is. It's not. Into my arms. Small. The weeping song. Here's oh. the thing, right? Here's the thing. Nick Cave writes songs about fucking murdering people, right? Every song is about getting murdered or murdering people. And Nick and Cave. Yet you listen to the misfits. And no, because that's like B movie bullshit. Nick Cave is talking about actually killing people and fucking <laughs> throwing them in the river and all. And Nick Cave looks like he twists his ankle getting out of bed, right? He's <laughs> like, he's this little fucking cunt with a, t- with a big giant head. 
Little, he has a massive head. Yeah, right? <laughs> he is 100% like, if Nick Cave didn't become a musician, he would have been a skill shooter. Right? <laughs> That's what he would have said. I would have said skill teacher. No, skill it's shooter. There's hatred in him. Right, there's hatred. Right, children, open up your books on. Don't open the Aborigine section. We don't yeah. go through that in our, our history books now. Exactly. Like he, he's just. He might. Uh, he, he definitely would have been a skill shooter. Right, one hundred percent. He might have went to like a seminary school or something like that, and then became a skill shooter. Something fucking weird. There's yeah. obviously something wrong with him. He came out wrong. The forceps grabbed the wrong part of him or something, and <laughs> something happened along the way there. Now, don't get me wrong. Listen. I'm not, I'm, I just open it up a hair, right? Fucking where the wild roses grow. We've talked about that. One of the greatest songs ever. Amazing. Red Roy oh, Hand so is murderously good. It's a bit that's, overplayed that's now. That's insane. Yeah. But Tupelo. Oh. Find, find me something else like Red Roy Hand. I can't I hear it. I can't find I it. There might be stuff, stuff I like can't that, find yeah. it. I, 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 I can't think off the top of my head right now, but I, I will. Like I'm not like I'm not a massive Nick Cave fan, but yeah. I like him a lot. I've never delved deeper than like murder ballads and. The I, I own uh, I think I own two two Nick Cave Bad Seeds albums um, record, on record or CD? Uh, oh no I might have one on record actually I might have one on record I don't know which one um, I'm pretty sure I, I have a load of them on CD I think I probably have all of them on CD and I have um, even his, his mate uh, Warren Ellis I have some of that stuff and like <coughs> I, I have bits and bobs of it but the Oh man, Nick Cave to me is be like a double double album best of, and I'd be perfectly fine because that's that's still pretty good though for not someone really, who don't care. No, no, not really. For, not for someone with like a discography that big and someone who was like that lauded, you know, where like he fucking twenty thousand people show up to a field to watch him mowing, you know, like the, I have there's something similar that happens with Nick Cave for me for what happens with um with with, with fucking Mike Patton. Where, yeah. uh, and it happens to people of an older generation, people generally in their 40s um, and 50s. If Nick Cave put out an album of farts called Murder Farts, people would be like trying to buy, like, do you have the limited <laughs> edition gold pressing of it? You know what I mean? He doesn't put out bad music. It's not bad at all. It's just, there's just so much of it, and not all of it is great. Loads of it yeah. is so miserable that, like, it's, it's fucking pointless. He's that old now, he should be. He should be like trying to get the world into a more positive place. He's gone through was like adolescent fucking murdering children mode. And now he should be like fucking stop murdering children. That's what he should yeah. be at now. He should be he should have turned the wheel completely and just give up on that El murder murder show. Because every song's about killing someone. Yeah. It, not every song. Ninety-nine point nine percent songs. Yeah. Are Did about you know death of some the, way. He wrote the script the script. For Gladiator too. That's right, yeah, where he goes to uh, goes to uh, Elysium or whatever and uh, has to fight his way yeah. up. And he now, was commissioned, he was commissioned to write a boy, Russell Crowe. Yeah, so that Russell Crowe wouldn't have to do it. Yep, fucking crazy. Because it's, because it's too mental. Yeah, it's batshit, man. Like, you're talking about one of the biggest movies of all time, but mm. fucking spoiler alert, he dies in the end of mm. it. So you can't really have... You can do what Spartacus did and do a prequel, which actually yeah. was incredible. Definitely. While your man was in, while your man was in hospital, yeah, uh, that was a great cancer. show. I love that. That was show. fantastic. And yeah. they they did it when they when I knew he was sick, yeah. and he couldn't do season two. They said we're doing a prequel. I was like, Ugh, yeah, but it was it was no. excellent. Yeah, probably could, like might even, be, might even be better. I think it is. I think it is better because yeah, yeah, your man was fine, but I think the other ones were better. They better uh, better characters in the foursome as well. 
um oh, sorry in the prequel but mm. uh his nick cave's movie stuff is great like with that a tenth of Hume and all like they're some of those are fantastic like he's a decent writer and decent director uh but musically he is for me he's definitely he's probably a five and a half out of ten like i lean towards liking him more than disliking right. him do you know what i mean yeah. again I have to say it again i don't hate him i don't hate him i just don't get it like well, if you want, if you want another red right hand, try Tupelo. Maybe. Okay. Tupelo. Um, I'm okay. sure other people will have. Mm. Yeah, people. You're right though. People are gonna. This at least we'll get one. some. At least we'll get some fucking comments out of them. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> this is the one I think where, where in, in particular where people are gonna be like, no, you have it. Oh, yeah. no. this song is about when his ma killed his dad and whatever. It's, it's not about him, him murdering people. It's about murder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Um, well, there's, there's, a, there's a fucking podcast that enrages all. Yes. There you go. Very much. Don't say we mm. never give you that. I want you to know that I am killing that. people with my Another big version of me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mr. Do plus a tie. I hate to bug you when the men are laughed at anyway. It's an ad funny. <laughs> um, anyway, folks, that was it. Uh, I just don't get a volume too. We could do this forever, realistically. Oh, yeah. Um, so, as we that said, we don't get as old cunts. Big time. Uh, so, yeah, if you have songs by these acts that you think we should listen to, post them up. Give us the Spotify links, the YouTube links, whatever. Let us know. Do something. Do something. And don't then, you do something? Do something. Why don't you do something? And we will be back next Monday with a fresh podcast. And we're back in like what is it? A week and a bit for a live show, whatever the fuck is going on. Um, will I have a song? I'll have a song about it. He's better listen to helmet. Will have his song out. Better listen to my song yeah. about him. It's yeah. I'll fight you. His, it's uh, on the page. It, You're it well known. Started with a kiss song. Fucking kill you if you keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> that's coming out that's coming out uh, it'll be out by the time this podcast comes out and uh, I don't know where I got that from I 100% thought that was the lyrics I was singing them no. um, you better change it you're going to send me the raw tracks and I'm going to remix it and the only thing I'm going to change is that fourth lyric and it'll be that right um, anyway, we got a, we'll have a new podcast out for you Monday coming. As always, you can do your uh, do your bit to support us by going to patreon.com forward slash lost our podcast. That's well, actually do though, but actually, actually do. do that's our subscription service. It's five euros a month to get access to loads of exclusive videos and podcasts and all sorts of malarkey. And uh, if you don't want to do that, you don't want to do a subscription, that's fine. You can go to kofi.com forward slash lost our podcast and tip us. They got it's a three euro incremental tip. The, like the minimum you give us is three, and the top end of it is up to your imagination pay us for our work this is our job now because we don't have work it's nonsense so we're putting way more effort into this than we probably should be for the money we're getting so uh if people who like it tip us and join the patreon and share it out if you have no money that's fine if you're like us you have no job share it out on your social media platform <laughs> they're doing it for free yeah saps i'll just listen to your man who has millions of fucking followers instead yeah yeah that's great <laughs> That's super. Yeah. Anyway, folks, uh, we'll be back again next week with a fresh one, and uh, we'll talk to you then. See ya.